When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Off the Rail Show on the OFD Podcast. I'm your host, Joshua Bowles, Site Manager, Emperor, Supreme Warlord, and Defender of the Faith over at OneFootDown.com on the Espionation Network. And hey, just a little uh, addendum uh, to this week's OFD Podcast. Something I for, I think we were trying to to touch on, uh, or I was trying to get to um, a few drinks in and, and did, just did not get the uh, get the conversation rolling on it. Uh, but, you know, Notre Dame's 0-2 start has given us cause to to rethink everything, right? Like, what, you know, what the hell are they doing? Uh, what's this offense going to look like now? You know, they, Drew, Drew Pine's taking over for Tyler Buckner. There's all sorts of, you know, thought processes, thought exercises, thought fucking gymna- <laughs> gymnastics. Everything's kind of all over the map. Um, because we just don't know an 0 and 2 start makes you rethink and want to redo everything. Right. And as fans, it's, we are quick to, uh, criticize and rightfully so. This is not a a show to tell you not to be critical of uh, Notre Dame's, uh, terrible start, but I do wonder something and how I started to get to it in the, in the OFD podcast was I, I started bringing up Marshall as, as, hey, look, this could have been the trap game we didn't see coming, right? Like, you start looking at the season, you know, in June, July, and people start talking about trap games. And, you know, Marshall is a, is a, is a scheduled W, man, for you, right? And I think now that, the, now that the games are over and we're just about to play Cal, you know, you're, you're looking at this like people kept bringing up Toledo and, you know, the chief inspector keeps going on Twitter and talking about, you know, him and I in the end zone watching that Toledo touchdown, thinking we were about to lose. And then kind of like thinking like all he had to do was go down and Toledo wins that game last year. Like what was the difference between Toledo and Marshall and, and you know, and all that. And that in itself was kind of a trap game. Notre Dame went down the opening season game against Florida state damn near lost that game against an inferior team. And then you come back up and have to face a Mac opponent that you were taking a little lightly and you damn near lost that game. So what's the real difference between Notre Dame last year who had a shot at going to the college football playoff and this year with 0-2 on the resume to start with? So first of all, you know, it's it was Ohio State at the horseshoe. No one expected Notre Dame to win. Even Notre Dame fans, you know, it's probably half and half. And that's generous. I, I mean, I really don't know what the percentage was, but it's generous to say that half and half, you know, thought Notre Dame was going to lose, you know, versus win and vice versa. So, I mean, a loss there was, a, you know, I want to say acceptable, but I mean, it was kind of like it was built into the, I don't know, what, what, it was, what does Priester say? It's kind of built into the mix or whatever the hell it is. 
so it wasn't a big shock. And the fact that Notre Dame played well, they, they beat the spread, you know, and I, eh, I say play well. The fact that they played to Ohio State close uh, was, you know, surprising and encouraging for the rest of the season. We thought that this defense, you know, holding Ohio State to 21 points, however they did it, was indicative of success on the defensive side of the football the rest of the season. Offensively, you know, just figured maybe Ohio State stepped up their game. They still have a ton of talent on that side of the ball. Uh, and maybe they turned things around, made things look difficult for a first-time starter, yada, 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 yada. Then we get to the Marshall game, and we saw what we saw, and it happened. So I'm just curious, like, what if these games were flipped, right? What if Marshall was the first game of the season, and then it was Ohio State? There are lots of us that were that were kind of wondering this a little bit going into the Ohio State game. Like, man, we'd really... Would like to have played Marshall before we go down to Ohio State, you know, try to work out some things uh, before you take on, you know, the number two team in the country. And I've been wondering a lot about that. Maybe it's, I mean, and it's all for naught, right? I'm like, it's pure fucking fantasy. And it's, but within that fantasy lies some truths about who is this team and what is this team? And are we overreacting? Uh, am I? You know, are people who are jumping out of a building underreacting? I mean, it's, it's to me, it's really hard to tell. I mean, but what if we flip those games? If you are under the mindset that I have talked myself into, that Marshall was the the trappiest trap game possible because it just came, it had every characteristic of a trap game. Then, how does that work if it was flipped? You know, first games of the season aren't, I mean, the, you know, you are focused. That It is hard to find a trap game in a first game of the season. South Florida, uh, weathered, you know, be damned. But it's it's more uncommon than, than the get up, big game first week, shit game second week kind of a thing that we see quite a bit. So what if Marshall was first and Ohio State was second? Would Notre Dame be 0-2? Would they be 1-1? By some freaking stroke of whatever the hell, would they be two and zero? I think the last one is probably the least likely. Obviously, uh, we've seen this team play, and uh, to believe that just because you flip the games they'd be two and zero is a little, little bit of an over, a little bit of a reach there, even for me and uh, and drunken fantasies. But I don't think it's a reach to say that Notre Dame would be one and one after two weeks. And a one-on-one team with a loss to Ohio State, the whole outlook of the season changes from what we're at right now. Now, we saw what we saw, and they and their record is who they are. Nothing's changing that. I'm not trying to throw uh, you know sunshine and rainbows up your ass. But my whole process, my whole thought process this week has been how bad. How bad has it did it get? Like, why are we here? Why are they this bad? And there's been all sorts of fucking, you know, reasons and excuses all over the map. I mean, some as as lame as uh, the the, you know, whatever. They're just bad. And yes, Notre Dame does not have the talent of an Alabama or an Ohio State or a Georgia, but they still have really good talent. They have top 10, top 15 talent in the country. 
They should not be losing to a team like Marshall. So it comes down to coaching, right? And that's where most of our ire has been. And rightfully so. So I'll be like, why are we here? Like, what are we doing? There has to be some kind of some kind of move forward. Maybe it was maybe it was Tyler Buckner, uh, you know, going down with injury, and and Drew Pine comes in. Maybe things change now. Maybe it's my dog Bo who's barking to go outside. Bo, this is only going to take a few minutes. Chill out, buddy. Maybe it's you know who knows. But things have got to turn around, right? Like, oh, duh, you know, things have got to turn around. Yeah, no shit. I get it. But I'm just curious, like, is it really as bad as what we are, as what we've seen? Or is it just like, or is it just been, I don't want to say fluke, but is it just the natural process of big game, first game on the road versus, and then the second game being a trap game against a, uh, against a opponent, a lesser opponent. And I say lesser with a whole lot of uh, respect because I thought Marshall came to fucking play. So, going into Cal, this, I, you know, that was the title of the podcast. Like, this is the most pivotal moment of the 2022 football season for Notre Dame is this game right here. And that should not be lost. Like, this should, you know, lost on anyone here. This is the most pivotal game. How they perform in this game probably will tell us the, what is going to happen the rest of the season, Right. It's the third game of the season. It's not the first game on the road against big opponents. It's not the second game, which is your home opener against a lesser opponent that you can have, you can fall asleep to. I, I find reasons in all of that. The third game, though, this is where it all should fall into place. Like if Notre Dame goes out and they smoke Cal, let's say 30, 38 to 10. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I'm just saying, say they smoke them 38 to 10. Does that change your opinion and your view of Notre Dame football for the rest of the season? Because a lot of us are like, you know, what kind of, how many wins do we think we really have this, this season? But if you go out and do a performance like that, lifts you up a little bit, gives you a little more hope, and more importantly, gives the team hope. Let's them know that, you know, that's behind us now. We're moving forward. You know, if you go out and, and lose another game, 17 to 13. Then we got some major, you know, then the same issues that that we had the first two weeks are the same issues we had the third week. And this is against like a not good Cal team, despite their 2 0 record. They haven't really they haven't played anybody. Then we're screwed. So this game is pivotal. But again, this all goes back to the question I keep asking myself is how will we view this team if the two games, the were flipped this season. How would they have reacted? And I think in within the answer of that, we can find either hope or some type of, I mean, or some type of outlook towards what we're going to see Saturday. So maybe I'm just stoned out of my mind. I don't know. Uh, I haven't smoked today <laughs> for a, a while. So that's it. So it's more likely just uh, me being me, but it's something to think about. You know, what if those games were flipped? Would Notre Dame have lost to Marshall? They could be one and one going in this game. Are you viewing things differently? Nothing's going to change what they are and what we've seen, 
But I think looking, you know, going into Saturday, your interest level should be at a freaking all time high. So just wanted to add that in there. Uh, oh, and by the way, today, Notre Dame announced and, and put on Twitter and it's, it, you know, everywhere now that they're putting the, uh, the names in the back of the jerseys. Uh, Notre Dame announced that this was a green out green Jersey game back in June. This should come as no surprise to anybody yet. It still does to so many, which is just comical. Uh, and look, they were doing it. There was no backing out of this. They had, they had promoted this under armor made cheesy ass, uh, green shirts, uh, with the cheesy ass look, uh, uh, team saying this year, whatever it is, uh, which is just bad. It's just, it, it's just another the shirt thing that's cheesy going on. They weren't backing out of this green stuff, uh, but I was really happy they went with the uh, went with the names in the back. Uh, but preferred, definitely preferred them using white numbers. It is a little odd to have the white names with the blue numbers, but you know what. It's still not as bad as uh, the basic bitches of the like the 2005, 2006 green jerseys, which are just the most school board meeting. I want to ban some books uh, type of uniform I've you know you could ever see. It's just they were just boring and basic. It's like wearing forest green and navy blue uh, together your whole life. It's it's boring. It's fucking boring as hell. Uh, so this one's got a little spice. Um, so if you can't see the numbers exactly, at least you're going to see those bright white, uh, letters with the names on it and, and, and that'll click for you. So, uh, I don't know. I'm a, I was happy about that. was really happy to see that today. Um, and Brendan keeps bringing it up and, and rightfully so look, if we win Saturday, let's just wear the damn things for the rest of the season. Wear the green jerseys. Why not? Who cares at this point? Your playoff hopes are gone. No matter, we win out. We can win out 50 to nothing the rest of the way. I don't know, but we went out 50 to nothing the rest of the way. There, maybe there was a little noise there. But regardless, you went out 50 to nothing the rest of the way. You're not going to the college football playoff. What else? So what are you going to do? Wear the, green, wear the green jerseys if you win. Just, just do it. Divine did it. It worked perfectly. Might as well. Spice it up. Live a little. So, look, that's all I really have at all. I just, I wanted to get that question out. What would happen if Notre Dame's first two games were flipped? What would have happened? And when you think about that, does it change your perception of this team at all? I I don't say there's a right or wrong answer here at all. I'm not, so I'm not going to debate anybody on this. I just... I have a feeling that it would be different, but if you think that's that's not the case, that's fine. That's absolutely fine. And again, what does it matter when they are 0-2? I don't know, but it does give me a little more hope going into Saturday, and God damn it, we need a little bit of that. So, anyways, that's all I have. Thanks for, uh, <laughs> thanks for listening. Um, just a reminder, please get over to Apple Podcasts, leave a rating, leave a review, any review that you leave, we will read on the next OFT podcast. Uh, we love hearing from you. We love making you, the listener, a part of the show. Your questions are some of the the best moments of the podcast. Um, comments, some of the best moments of the podcast. Uh, we really have a great time with that. So uh, if you have a chance and you haven't done it already, get over, leave that rating. We really do appreciate the five-star 
ratings uh, gives us some credibility. Uh, but the reviews, just send them on it. Send them on it. We will read them. Uh, we'll have some fun with them. So that's it for me. Uh, let's we're, we're wearing a green jersey. So let's go get it. Uh, so we'll, we'll hear from you next time, <laughs> or whatever the hell. All right, go Irish. Ha, ha, ha.